Okay. Take your pants off. <laughs> I heard about the, ac- the furry acorn. <laughs> oh, dude, it's not good. Everybody come out to Vulcan tonight. John's is going to have his penis out. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Hey, it's the God Awful Gospel Hour, and our guest is John Stringer. God participants to I'm be in. participants i'm in that's what i do when i yeah. make the children get in the car everyone oh. put on your participants and it works no one's creeped uh they're all creeped out by me <laughs> <laughs> i operate right there i tried to do a video game stream with my son yesterday yeah playing dungeons and dragons and i was like i can't put this anywhere i'm not allowed as an adult you can't make dick jokes with a 10 year old even no. if it's your 10 year old I uh, are we recording already? Oh yeah, yeah we're. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> then I'll leave that last <laughs> this story. Okay. I said something while we were recording, and there were kids in the room, and and then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, there are kids in the room, and then the the podcast was like, well, don't mention that. Yeah, because <laughs> we were going wild. My kids don't give a fuck. They're crazy. I make oh, them mean. Crazy. I want them You've to be mean. Two full grown yeah. humans in your. That's Fucking wild. Expensive. No more kids menu. No nothing cheap. No, everybody loves kids my until they have a few drinks and <laughs> one, and the spouse leaves the room and then they're like, don't ever fucking have kids. That's and that's who I listen to. I have family members that took the whole Louis C.K. calling your kid an asshole thing to heart and they just call their kids assholes all the time now. Yeah, okay. They're like, they're like yeah. yeah, stupid little shit, you know. <laughs> oh, my kids are assholes. Don't, don't, don't tell them they're cute. Yeah. I want to make America great again, but I want to make America 1800s Europe again, where children are to be seen and not heard, and they have to stand up straight and like clasp their hands and sing a song before bed. Every time for you to sing a song for the adults. Are you are you familiar with the uh, what what a disappointment room is? Nice. No. Ever heard of it? In so in Victorian times and even before that, if you had a kid with an oddity, a learning disability, or whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, if they they were like a. If they were like a, a Rosalind Kennedy or whatever. If they were at all a blemish on the family right. name, right. they'd build special houses up in the attic or down in the basement oh yeah. and often concealed. Like you wouldn't know those rooms were there. That's like where you, Anne Frank jerked off for three years during the war. You think she jerked off? Her diary is about oh, master mabating. I've not read her diary. All a right. little bit in the uncut version of her diary. Yeah, the NR rated version. Right. Uh, so the version that you read when you're in like seventh grade, you know, you, you study Anne Frank and all that. It's the abridged version for this, for the Texas schools, obviously for us, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, little parts, little parts that were edited out, like about her figuring out how her body works and thinking, hey, I might like chicks and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of that in the original Anne Frank diary. Wow. It's pretty cool. She's like, I'm not even worried about Nazis. I'm going to jerk off and think about lesbian stuff. Texas makes mistakes like editing and and canceling a lot of our yeah. books, but then they make great choices like offering us two chocolate mil- milks at every single <laughs> meal that we sit down to. <laughs> I remember for all of elementary, most of junior high, I was having four chocolate milks a day. Yeah. So why is Texas obese? Exactly. Right. <laughs> all the mandatory Pepsi. Yeah, and that shoebox rectangle size <laughs> slice of pizza. When I was in middle school, they introduced Taco Bell and Pizza Hut to our cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, we had a KFC Y'all have that too? and something else. KFC. Did, so in your, um, in your school district, did they try to 
change the milk cartons to bags. No. Okay, so we had that. Is this Mexico? They turned these little bags and you stick. It's almost like a. It was like a formless, like a Capri Sun, Capri Sun, a bladder where you of milk? stick a you stick a straw into it and then you drink the milk out of the bladder. Yeah, it's like a bladder. <laughs> Great. That's. It was. I guess it was to try and reduce waste, but they were made out of plastic, so it just made things just as bad, right? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, the cartons were probably better because they were made out of paper. You yeah. know, the old school milk cartons. Yeah. yeah. But that's Texas. Isn't right? that why so many people have micro penises now because the microplastics in the food? <laughs> right. It. Whatever makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it blocks I got to blame someone else. <laughs> yeah, microplastics. So this is the OG Cedar Door crew. We worked, us three together, yeah. 10 years ago on a uh, open mic on wide the 2nd in Lavaca downtown, the wide open mic. Donnie filled in for me when I wasn't there and for John when he wasn't there and helped organize stuff. I had the I had the highest highs and the lowest lows at those. <laughs> yeah. It's And that was... One of the better ones. Were you were there when yeah. the guy was on acid and then like fell down and started screaming at the ceiling? No. He was just lying on his back. with the. I think it was one of the nights that you weren't there and you filled in. This guy was like, I don't think I'm ready with my three minutes. And I was like, just do whatever, man. doesn't matter. Or if you don't want to go up, you don't have to go up. And he's like, no, I'm good. I just had some shrimps. And I was like, that's great. That's a variety. This is a variety show. Let's see what happens. And he started talking about reality and what's real and then fell on his back and started screaming at the ceiling, kicking his legs like a baby. And then he I had lit to, him. Know, he made sure to acknowledge yeah, that get you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. No, no, I get it. La, 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 la. And thank you, guys. And then I had to go up between everybody, of course. And I was like, he's going to come back again and close the show. We'll see how he's doing. <laughs> hey, keep it going for our <laughs> middling headliner. So you've been touring since then for 10 years. Yeah. Solid decade of touring. Wild. All over the world. And Every- I won't call it touring unless it's a tour because okay. what it is is it's a Road small business. Dog in it. Yeah, honest to God. Uh, I think that's where a lot of a lot of uh, artists kind of trip themselves up is they fail to make that connection between what you offer and then making yourself hireable yeah. in a simple, repeatable process. So the whole small business concept took me, honestly, until I met Joanna to kind of understand like if this audience loved your show how easy are you to locate and hire yeah and i was like uh if they found a clip of yours would they like that clip do you have any decent headshots not really yeah and it was just a sim and also the dollars making sense thing she would i as comics we will take a gig no matter how far we're not really worried about what the pay is because in the beginning it was just exciting. Someone's like, "Hey, come out here, 150 bucks for 30 minutes. I'm there." I didn't really take into account I'm driving to Oklahoma <laughs> for this gig. I would just put it up on social media, and it gave me what I thought was clout. Or it's oh like, shit, he's getting booked out of state. Yeah. But my That's... wife, I would tell her, "Hey, I got this gig up in like uh, Worms, Nebraska for 225, and then I've got this." $400 gig that's in Grand Forks and <laughs> and then she's like okay um let me look that up okay that's a 28 hour drive and is that that, se- that second one doesn't have a hotel okay <laughs> yeah well then you shouldn't take that gig and yeah. I'm like why she's like well because I have to eat ramen about, yeah you're <laughs> gonna lose a couple hundred dollars yeah, if you, would, yeah. you want to go around this the corner and pay to go on stage you know that's yep. kind of what you're doing that's, that's every I, woman's I, dream to get to tell your husband where to go and what to do all the time <laughs> It's like a trucker wife that wants to be dispatch. She is a secret power. Yeah. Honestly, because uh, I I said this on a podcast day before yesterday, but um, the anxiety that 
goes through my body when someone is waiting on an invoice, a contract, yeah. um, general like a clip, uh, EPK. You want to be when, in my yeah, it's like I'm this close to booking a good paying gig, and it's like, yeah, if you could send us this, 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 and then my body is like, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that in a timely manner. Excuse I, me, I'm talent. That's yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. The talent. Let me just show up and show you what I do. That's but not my wife my would just be like, print, sign, scan. Was that so hard? And I'm like, nice. it didn't look hard when you did it. <laughs> I'm exasperated. I'm, I'm exhausted stressed. watching oh, you. Ugh. It's a lot, yeah. Just put me on a stage. Tell me how I should dress. So, but yeah, for like 10 years, I basically watched. Uh, I'm like, oh, John's on a cruise ship. That's like, there's yeah. been a lot of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the, so what's that like? What What's a uh, cruise ship comedy? I like? avoided it for two or three years it was presented to me by a comedian and he was like you'd be great on ships the money's awesome yeah they cover all of your expenses and i was like i'd be interested in that but in my head i was like that's where comedians go to die you know what i mean like cruise ships is where you wrap up your career yeah it's like uh, sugar ray is doing cruises I, you know yeah. but i could not have been more wrong really? yes there are instances of people that catch on to cruises on their way down yeah but Nine out of ten times, I find it's people that are currently hitting their hot streak. So, uh, I've been on ships with people that are writing for X amount of sitcoms. Yeah, there's a Skanks cruise now, and there's an Eric Andre cruise right now. There's a lot What's of that? there's an Eric Andre cruise right now, and there's a Skanks Fest cruise right now. That's funny. And there's a Sebastian Maniscalco did one for his show. Oh, badass! There's people doing that's uh, valid. I mean, it's well, a captive audience. It, they're actually captive, and <laughs> yeah. with with comics at our level. Uh, I'm not a name and there are pockets in America where I have a good fan base. And if I say, Hey, I'm coming, I'll get a nice crowd there, mm -hmm. but that's rare. So I am no name, but I'm consistently good at comedy, but on cruise ships, they don't know that you're not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not, they don't know I'm not. Yeah. And so the way that you're presented is you're like, Elvis. welcome to the stage. You've seen them on Netflix or iHeartRadio, heard them on iHeartRadio, welcome to the stage. And to them, it's a 1200 seat theater packed shoulder yep. to shoulder. And what a great way to present entertainment. And right. so at my level, I don't get 1,200-seat theaters that are sold out. So they're fantastic to learn and prepare for that next step of what that might look like if I start working theater circuits on land. And also, well, yeah. there's there's at least there's probably at least, you know, there could be 10 or 15 people that are like, that guy was really funny. I'm going to look him up. Oh, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to see, hey, maybe if he comes to my town, I'll come see him. Yep. So that's that's a great way to get an audience. My fan right? base grows immensely yeah. when I'm out there because, as as I said before, they are captive. And that's a good and bad thing. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I've never been interested in fame. That doesn't interest me at all. But, but the ships are my first experience of what that might be like right. because if I have a great show – Everybody on the ship, I am stuck with my audience yeah. for the week or they 10 see days, you in the hall, and I have the same see you on the 15 deck, yeah. second conversation with every guest. They yeah. ask you to say something uh, funny, say something funny, yes, all <laughs> of them. But if I bomb, I'm also stuck with that audience all week. Yeah, but you're not an indie cunt, you can say something funny. You're the kind of guy that 100% says, I entertain funny, a room, down. but yeah. <laughs> I still I still bomb shows on like on land. Rarely do I have a show that I'd consider bombing. Yeah. One a year. I'm not not that's just what it is. I do well comedy clubs. You know what you're signing up for. You showed up for this. Most people come with the right attitude. Ships, you're one of a dozen options and people will stand up in the middle of your second joke and walk out this and walk that long. Backgammon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's hard. They they might have dinner reservations. They may just want to go gamble, stare at breasts. Yeah. You never know. So yeah. I'm competing with a lot, but bad shows are the worst because 
if I have a if I bomb a show like if I bomb tonight, I'm in my car 15 minutes later, you know, crying my fears and, <laughs> yeah. and all of my pain right out of my body. I can get to a kitchen and eat my feelings soon, but when you're stuck on the ship and you sucked the <laughs> night before. They look at you like you owe each and every one of them an apology. <laughs> you don't get to go to the pool anymore that day. I you just don't. don't. I, yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, you're scarce. Have That's you been right. on any of those huge ones that are like a Metroplex with like yeah. eight slides and like a whole yeah, yeah. Go, go-kart skyscraper worth on the top? Go-kart and, tracks, and, uh, really? Ropes wow. courses. Is and pool? Golf, pool tables? Golf, not golf courses, but putt-putt courses on That's both ridiculous. ends. ridiculous. It's not it's, level. It's awesome. Can you imagine one of those in the zombie apocalypse? Dude, all Perfect. I want is Perfect. a really good zombie cruise ship yeah. movie. Yeah. Because there's nowhere to go, and then you know that you wouldn't be allowed to come to shore. Right. You can save your whole family, have a helicopter, get everybody. Yeah, that, that, and Put luckily there are a guns. shitload of like really stable metal locking doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, boom, like they lock in. They're locked. But you could also, yeah, you could be locked in with flesh eaters and brain eaters. Well, that's another so. video game idea, dude. Like a uh, zombie game, but you're in a cruise ship and zombie you have to like get through the cruise, cruise. ship. Yeah. You have cool to like idea. do little tasks and learn how to lower tender boats <laughs> and get yourself to safety. Yeah. That'd be dope. So you've been around Texas a ton. Can you, do you think you could quantify or qualify what your favorite city in Texas is at this point? Ooh. You spend enough time in these places where you... To perform or just I mean, to you be. like your town where you live a lot, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I like wherever I'm at. I don't yeah. like if I was just to name some of my favorite cities in North America, that's much easier than saying what's your favorite city in Texas because okay. they all bring something to the table. Okay. But if we're talking about like which places have the best comedy crowds, yeah. um it's hard to argue against like Corpus Christi. Yeah. Um Dallas Fort Worth area. Those are places where if you really push, like I don't I still don't adhere to PC culture and I don't really feel like PC culture has affect uh, affected comedy in ways that that bring it down. Everyone at all. that got canceled did it's it. Obi Wan is giving people th- oh, th- something to talk about. Yeah, a remove lot. The, it's an easy thing to talk about. Yeah, let's remove yeah. like race and hate speech. And if that bothers you, if that limits your writing, then maybe comedy isn't for you. But everything else, I've just said, I'm I'm right on schedule saying everything I've said and more that is offensive and could get me canceled and blah blah blah. And I've had no blowback, so it's I think it's a myth. Anthony Jeselnik. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's kind of done the same thing. He's like, I still say the same thing I was saying ten years ago, and it's really dark and really bad. Yeah. If you just take all context out of it. There's just a cert, there's a way that you can do this yes. where you I mean and to some people that is like threading a needle, right? That is really yeah. kind of a hard thing to do for some people. Definitely. But for other people, you know, you can walk that fine line. You can, you know, you can as he long as it's to say yeah. anything. Right, as long as the because vibe is right, right? His name is the reason the seats are full. Right. I have a lot of like uh, I've said this since the beginning, but new comics they want to come out of the gates telling jokes with the same heat and emotion yeah. attached to it as Richard Pryor, yeah. Yeah. Robin Williams. Everybody wants to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you haven't earned it yet. This is I know it's your therapy and you do what you want to with your art. This is your journey. Write and say whatever you want. But if you want to succeed, if you'd like to get out of the starting blocks, you're going to have to master the art of taking what's funny to you and translating it for the most people possible. Mm-hmm. And then one day, if you develop a following and you have a room where you are the reason they're there, you can talk about 
wiping poop out of your daughter's <laughs> vagina like Louis C.K. Like right. there's some really tough jokes, but you hear people try jokes that are equally edgy every night at an open mic and it's met with silence, shock and awe. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because you're not Louis C. You you are not the guy. You're, you're the, ju- you that just guy yet. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. depends on the platform. You can't make tiny Chinese penis jokes on TikTok. They'll remove you. Trust me. I'm on my fourth warning. I have one more warning, but they won't give me the final warning because I have I do enough on there, and they want everybody to be on there. Do you have to uh, attach a race? Or no, well, it's yeah. There's an accent. Well, so yeah. Okay, all right. The I accent's mean, do a sword. It's a sword fighting samurai game joke. And I think we were also talking about the CCP when we were doing it, yeah, so that might be like more. It. <laughs> if it's their platform, they yeah. can get rid of you if you talk. You know. Right. Can't make Jew jokes in Hollywood either. They don't like that very much. That's funny. <laughs> That's so you're more uh, beard now than face than you yeah, used to dude. be. There's Us a whole other John Stringer hanging off yeah. the White people, we age like nutsacks, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Our skin just gives up. you got to hide uh, those chins. I'm hiding everything if I can. My wife's attracted to it, so I really have no say in how I look. Do like, you get I, underneath? Do you use a party hat for the rubber band to get the line? There you go. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, yeah. I'm decently cl- edged okay. up right now. I'll be clean for tonight's show. But yeah, no, I, uh, I very much look exactly my age, which I don't care. I think my favorite stage of like a dog or cat's life is when their face starts to gray out uh-huh oh yeah the, like sweetest, right, the whiskers yeah. around the mouth yep. yeah yep. yeah i want i want to be greeted with head and ear scratches yeah. like i'm old and gray now and i walk up with a smile just scratch my ear please your beard is what i call the dallas keichel so it's like a sports guy uh he's a, he was a pitcher for the um astros like five years ago or so was he known as the beard or no and he basically had the most symmetrical it looked like a yeah. feedback. You look like Solomon. Yeah, that should funny. be one on the Pharisees in the Christmas play. Yeah, because I would judge that. Jesus, <laughs> crucify him. And you guys did the hashtag van life before it was cool and murdery. You guys had you lived in a we tried thing. Yeah, For we how tried. Long was that? So uh, you might not know this, uh, but basically we got married immediately the next day. Jumped in a car, drove to Las Vegas. We bought a 1984 Holiday Rambler. XL motorhome, so it was a drivable 30-footer. Mm-hmm. Gutted it and put new walls, new insulation, new subfloor, new tanks, new electricity, new plumbing. And then we I basically ran out of time and money. And we were like way in. Like we bought it real cheap. We might have bought it for three or four grand, and then we put sixteen grand into it. Yeah. And that's just when it sat for a year. And so I sold it to a guy that turned it into a mobile uh, guitar store. Nice. He'd drive it to music festivals and that's sell cool. rare oh, cool. and vintage guitars and that's set it up. So it was, fridge, it, it was before food. I started putting in all the home decor. Right, It was a perfectly brand new empty box, the engine okay. transmission. Everything was tip top, ready to rock. And he was like, yeah, I'd like to do this. And I'm like... I'd like to help you realize that dream. Yeah, I saw. I, I lost this thing. <laughs> no, I lost so much money. I think I. I think I sold it for five grand. So yeah. probably lost fifteen grand in that. But then we bought a, a an RV, a trailer one. Lived in that for a year at twenty four footer, and or twenty eight twenty four to I think it was a twenty four footer, and we had four dogs, 
Jesus. and a tw- 24. It, fun. Uh, yeah. it was like literally stepping over <laughs> just to get to our bed. To How long was that? Couch. How long did you all, we all a, do year, a year. A year of yeah. that. But yeah. I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. We went from minimalist, unfortunately, to maximalist. And did, how did it affect kit comedy in other cities you drove around that you're living in there and going on different dates? It, um, I mean, you don't have to worry about hotel. Yeah. Right? That was the idea. That yeah. was the idea behind the motorhome, but the trailer was one of those things where like we have to get a three quarter or one ton vehicle to tow it yeah. appropriately and something that would also house our animals safely. And it all sounded like a better idea in practice, but then in, in actually doing it, getting six miles a gallon <laughs> yeah that's a problem driving out to las vegas for a week <laughs> and i'm just like well there goes all of my profits so yeah. let's just park this motherfucker and then we uh, ended up selling that for more than we bought it for that's after good. keeping it for a couple of years and uh rented for three years in in uh fort worth and decided it's time to buy because you know what you need to know to make like quick changes is a shitty neighbor if you have a shitty neighbor, yeah. mm-hmm. it makes you get your life together. <laughs> it's like it's like if you have a shitty roommate, yeah. you're like, I gotta do something to never put myself in that position again. Yeah. And so it was uh it was very personal to me. We had just this awful white trash drug addict. I hope he's doing better now. But he was just the worst. He had the yeah. worst animals. Like he didn't love his animals. His animals were great, but they were like viciously barking, snarling, diggling, digging at the gate while we're out there, and I'm like Let's all go inside. That's fucking wild. So, yeah, we bought that. We we uh, we were looking in Wichita, but shit got way expensive at the time. So we found that church for less than half of what we were looking to spend yeah. on a house. That's one of my favorite things that you did. Was th- I see church signs for lease. When I first moved here, I had a job where I was driving around all day. Yeah. And you would see more and more churches putting up a for lease sign. All growing up there, like the rock and roll is the devil. The, the devil's going to kill Christians and there's not going to be any churches. And then I come to the live music capital of the world. And I'm like, some of these churches are being turned into live music venues. I think the devil won. Airbnbs. <laughs> I think and, Satan destroyed yep. the churches and turned them into yep. rock venues because yep. they're good acoustics. Yep. And there's just churches and for lease everywhere. They're it's a built. They're bu- you can imagine the money, effort, time that goes into building these structures because they're meant to be that that rock for their congregation for Decades and decades and decades. Right. So when it comes time to do the roof, they do the roof top notch. They don't half-ass it. They hire the team. If if there's a plumbing issue, they do the plumbing. If yeah. they, if it needs it, then the church has a way of having the money. They raise the money. They they go all out. They don't do cheap fixes. So our church was in amazing condition. You don't have a, hear about a lot of churches with like a bad mold problem. No. <laughs> Yeah. It's, people are in it all the time, yeah. keeping a close eye on it. The mechanics, of... or not the mechanics, the uh, architects and general uh, contractors that work on these buildings typically have the relationship with that building for the life of the building. Right. So yeah, churches like, mostly have an attendance problem because you can't preach, "Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's manservant." In two thousand, <laughs> has any manservants anymore, or is coveting them? There's there... white people problems. <laughs> There's, there's I, so much. There's so much awesome stuff in the Bible. I love reading the Bible. The Tower of Babel was the. You know, they said if that ever happens again, you're familiar with the Tower of Babel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're King Solomon. This is where this is where <laughs> right. the different languages came from. Right. Yeah, and then the Lord said, if they ever do that again, I'm going to destroy the world. And we've done it again with the internet, and the internet is destroying the world. 
So yep. it's kind of taking care of itself. Yeah. I'm loving I'm loving the theory. <laughs> Don't you feel just in everything that we discover in all of these ancient civilizations that not only have we been here before, but we've surpassed this technology yeah. by building permanent structures that can last 200,000 yeah. years mm -hmm. and whatnot. Uh, so I'm I'm just assuming we're turning the corner towards the beginning, like AI and yeah, all yeah. that. I'd, it's every movie that we've been watching since the mid 80s till now. And it's like, oh, no, no, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's really all... unfolding. We warned ourselves and walked straight into it. We could it's... all be in big trouble with the Lord or there could be nothing. Which yeah, is the yeah, simplest yeah. explanation. I assume there's nothing, but yeah. I don't want to offend anyone on your podcast. No, you've, your thing with alcohol, you've seen it ruin too many lives, so you don't right. participate. That's Precise. me with religion. I've seen yeah, yeah, it yeah. ruin too many people. Right. I've oh. lost two people recently from going crazy over this stuff. Yeah. And it, I've seen it ruined, so I'm not going to participate. I'm with you. But my nice way of saying, you know, it's probably not real, is that I'm not mentally capable to handle interdimensional communication. Okay. As much as maybe you are, Professor X, to any pastors or people that think yeah. they're <laughs> speaking with the Lord. Right. I'm going to leave that part out. I'm just saying I'm, I'm so weak that I can't handle talking to uh, ghosts and stuff like you do. <laughs> so that's good for you if you guys like to dance around in those areas. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I must be something wrong with me. It's, I'm sure it's my fault. If you got to have a quiet whisper conversation with the ghost before you sleep, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. Just leave me out Let of me it. just do a little quick seance real yeah. quick. Yeah. If you like old men to watch you masturbate, you should hang out with Kevin Spacey or something. <laughs> I was told there would be boys on this show, and this boys show has no boys on it. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> we're back. So you're uh, you're playing Vulcan Gas Company tonight. Yes. Um, last time the God Awful Gospel Hour went and saw somebody at Vulcan Gas Company, they got me too. Like three weeks later, so <laughs> you got to break our bad luck streak. So Who Andrew, was it? Andrew Callahan, Channel Five guy. All gas, no breaks. No, don't know him. But uh, he's funny. So he's a YouTube channel who um, he started off. It started off called, being called All Gas, No Breaks, and this is like probably like after Trump gets elected, right? He's he goes to well. First of all, he goes to like crazy, weird, like anime, sci-fi conventions or adult video awards or whatever, and just kind of interviews people. And then he starts going to like Trump uh, things and all that. And he just kind of becomes this it's like a one-man cultural kind of. It's, it's very vice-ish. And then he switched over to the Channel Five, uh, and he was getting really, really big. And he's about to have a HBO documentary, so he took his show on the road, and they kind of had like a Sort of a comedy, but um, kind of variety show, or just like a bunch of YouTube guys, like just trying to do a, a live show thing. Yeah, this place rules was the name of the yeah. documentary that he had on HBO, and it pretty much premieres on HBO, and then women come forward, <laughs> and it was it was kind of you know what what they call sex pest behavior. It was a lot of that kind of. She um, said thing. no a bunch of times, then said yes, and he went home with her. But then she did an allegations video of herself with a ring light. And her full makeup and started with, I can't believe I'm having to say this. I've been tearing me up inside forever. And, uh, you know, she was like Halle Berry accepting an award. Like she was doing yeah. it for everybody. And it was like, why did you get all ready to, for, to make a fancy video of yourself accusing this guy right now, right at the why HBO not thing? Good. Yeah. <laughs> why not look good? Yeah. We should all try a little. I know. Are well, you coming out? You might as I mean, well show yeah, your Yeah. Nice if if you're about to be famous, you might as well, right? 
but she um, uh, so it was one of those like somebody accused and it kind of started getting around and then like yeah three or four more came out saying yeah he did this and then he said yeah I did all that stuff and he's gone like it it, it ended all gas no breaks and it ended channel his Thrive. career yeah. is a tumbleweed but yeah. they, Vulcan has a bunch of t-shirts up that say like no PC whatever kind of it was Rogan's place for Kill Tony before at the uh, yeah it's was, it was oh, very anti-woke so yeah we're going I, I think tonight after the show uh, a buddy of mine I went to high school with ends up he's a manager at Vulcan yeah he's taking me over to the mothership yeah so I don't know who I might bump into there yeah, but. A, there's always everybody's always there they've got you know they're trying to replicate the store i think ron white lives there yeah really <laughs> he's, i know he's him there at least. all the time he's there all the time he's, he's in the basement you can hear him call he's him. the first <laughs> he's the first dude i smoked weed with nice. oh that's awesome i'll have to that's remind awesome. him of that because uh here was my thoughts i was full i, I might have been three years into comedy all of my money was coming from comedy and when ron white we we're at a mexican or tex-mex restaurant sitting out on the patio mm-hmm. he just breaks a glass pipe out of his pocket a bag of weed some crack basically just squeezes a nug and pushes it down into the pipe and lights it at the dinner table <laughs> and then passes it to me and i'm like thinking Chappelle. if willie nelson's yeah. snoop dog or ron white's ron there. white yeah, <laughs> yeah guess what i'm smoking the today Rushmore i took weed. an yeah. itty bitty hit passed it on and the world became hilarious the yeah. funniest it had ever been yeah. in under 30 to 45 seconds oh yeah i couldn't hold it together how funny things were I took my chair, I moved it to the corner of the patio, and I just sat there and laughed by myself for about a half hour, sorting my life out. And when I came back, they were all making fun of me. But I know he'll remember that. If I see him, he'll remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you were, uh, I remember back whenever, you know, we were doing the open mic, and or the wide open, and I was like, you're a sober comedian. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were, you were just all... Not a not a substance at all, right? Don't drink at all. Don't smoke at all. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great I, formula I, for going on the road because you don't fall. Into yeah, these I traps. did. I did smoke. Now, now it's kind of. Uh, I, I work cruise ships. They can randomly test us, mm-hmm. and so to me, it isn't worth putting the money that I can make out there on ships at risk just to feel goofy. Right. So if I if I do smoke. It's clearly a month ahead of when I have my next ship date. What are the accommodations? So, do you get a normal room like everybody else, or do they give yeah, you? Yeah, you the get super guest rooms. Sp- yeah, okay. on a, uh, I'll I'll talk shit about Carnival a little bit. The okay. floating Walmart. It's, uh, <laughs> they put you in a custodian closet Ooh. with no window and talent. Uh, it's a twin bed and a twelve-inch TV and yikes. And then you got to wear internet your- on those things. Yeah, but it's not great. It's okay. not great on any ship. I, I just did an MSC, and there I could download like podcasts and movies on Netflix, okay. like strong Wi-Fi. Which begs the question: Why MSC, one of the smallest cruise ship company, has they have the best Wi-Fi technology? Why can't some of the more baller, I don't know, princess and celebrity and NCL and they, they, it just crawls. It just you. Can, you're just waiting for. So you bring books. Do you just books? got to the do? Bahamas, and you're waiting for that little line to post for like ten minutes. Like, come on. Yeah. Man. What yeah, do you do so. on the shitter if you can't fuck with your phone? Yeah. Just take a shit only. Like a like a my child. legs are numb for nothing. <laughs> What's the payoff here? But no, I love I love I love cruise ships, man. There. Yeah. That's definitely an interesting change of pace. But but yeah, no. Uh, don't drink. Don't do drugs. Uh, weed. The very first time I ever tried it was when I was thirty three, and now it's not. You know, I think 
if you're an adult and nobody is collecting your piss, <laughs> you should smoke weekend, weed in the evening. It's a lot easier on your body yeah. than wine or beer or any of that other stuff. Yeah, I remember back whenever we were, uh, whenever you were here, um, uh, I would always look at you know, man, Stringer's like stage goals. Because I always needed that beer or two lubrication that's, to get up on to to, to do my fine. stuff on stage. Yeah, that's fine. And I was like, I need to be able to just jump up there and do it the way Stringer does it, you know. But that, but but think about it. You know how I kind of open up with something physical or right. That was to help me get my nerves in check, and it was also accelerating the greeting with the audience because an audience takes five or ten minutes to decide if they like you. Right. So if I do a stupid little dance and make a fool of myself right up top, we're all good. Like it just takes that five minutes and shortens it to forty-five seconds. And yeah. Like, all right, he's a fool. Let's have fun. So the right. good thing about Rogan and all these people coming here and doing like turning Austin comedy huge yeah. is that the scene's not run by dumb hipsters anymore. Like people that you, you know how long it took me to get ready to look like I didn't take very long to get ready, <laughs> you know all these pretentious. That's super funny. Like this, I'm tired of it. And one of the things that kind of uh, was a good illustration. It's not of it. all good, no. but I but I am happy to see people who know how it's done here running it, because I felt like back when we were just getting started, um, Austin's comedy politics. It was like a bad game of telephone. Yeah. It's like they heard from their buddy in LA how they form clicks. Yeah. And they did that here. <laughs> and who should be the gatekeepers and yeah, well, they don't who get to should run be ousted. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly did my things to rub people the wrong way, for sure. But I also feel like I apologized and explained like, hey, I didn't know anybody and I was just trying to make some friends at first. Like my my lies were in the first six months and I've I feel like I've spent the rest of my career apologizing. I like, was why? I was trying to milk you. I saw you at Cap City. I was like, that boy's got energy, and I need help. <laughs> I can't do all this work at this thing. Dude, I, I loved room. working. Yeah. I, I loved running our open mic. That yeah. was a blast. But I also, anytime I took my foot off the throttle, I, I advertised. I made flyers. I made yeah. sure that everyone was posted. Their social media was present. Yeah. And Videos of Peasy sleeping behind himself. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. But I would take one week off. I'd just be like, this week. I'm going to take these 18 to 20 people that are on the open mic and I'm going to see if they will distribute the graphic I provided yeah. a week in advance. No, they wouldn't. No. Nobody would show up. <laughs> and then that was my, that's when I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Cause it's just one person, one person always being the driving force to get it. Not that you didn't, we did. No, but. yeah. Being a hipster and having a scene and running a scene and all that stuff is so uh, like, it feels lame. The older you get, where like, I don't have time to get ready. Getting ready for a long time is for girls. I've flip. If I do my hair, there better be money at the end of that <laughs> rainbow. Yeah, like, like for real. It's you have lot. to be in a scene to meet a girl who's into the same shit or whatever. But that right. doesn't work out either. My last relationship before I got married, the girl liked the exact same music as me, and that relationship was not good. The because only thing we that? didn't fight about was the music in the car. Everything else was <laughs> fucking chaos. That's funny. It was nice to listen to the same music, but. That you know, that's the standard in high school. Like, I want to find a goth chick because I'm a goth guy. Those they're not going to get married. That's not going to work. No. You need more in common than that. You guys both peaked in high school together. I'm going to be in the scene and run the scene. But uh, my favorite illustration of that was we're watching Alone. You know the Survivor show. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's 100 Days, Love or whatever. It. Yeah, we, there's a British the, one. The British one has swearsies and they have nudies. an Australian one too. Yeah, there's butts and swears. Yeah, and they said uh, this guy whatever has become disorientated. And I was like, that's not a word. And my wife was like, yeah, it is. We've had this fight before. And we looked it up. English, American, goddamn English, it's disoriented. Yeah. 
British is disorientated. It's aluminium. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They add a bunch of aluminium. extra dumb shit yep. to look cool. Yeah. Look how smart we are. We're from Worcester. So sh- I, sh- I'm <laughs> buying it. They do look yeah. cool. Jeremy Clarkson, Richard <laughs> Hammond, James May. I could listen to them teach me the entire world. And really, their their specifics are in cars. I just love yeah. I love that whole culture. And they don't take themselves too seriously. My favorite comedians. Here's my thing about the, the whole PC thing, just to backtrack a little bit. Right. Alan Carr, David Carr, Ricky Gervais, Jim Jeffries, they say things that are so offensive and so outdated. Yeah. And they're funny because they're really well done. Yeah. And so I don't care how offensive your joke is. If I see the attempt and the intention that. I took. I spent time. The, the words count. The weight of this. Mm-hmm. I want it to work. I will laugh at some shit that definitely was probably, you know, finished in the '90s. Like yeah. we don't talk about that anymore. But if I hear it said the right way, I'm like, "Fuck, that's good." You can get kids to laugh. The same kids that get pissed about all that shit, you can get them going over yeah, some yeah, yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. penis yes. stuff or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of that is uh, there's a Twitter persona, and then there's a sitting in your on your couch with your friends persona. Yes. So a lot of that is Twitter persona. Is the other so that's that's been my whole thing is that um, it, this all happened all the, we're having this conversation because we let everybody on the internet yeah which is kind of my fault because I was <laughs> one of the people who did that the I helped everyone <laughs> get on the internet yeah. you all deserve this oh shit maybe yeah. not all of you yeah so um, and that's that's just the part what do you call it part and parcel of uh, of like putting human nature accessible to every like globally an individual person has now global access and the entire globe can see him that is kind of what comes from and this is something we're going to figure out i guess oh yeah we don't know what the long-term effects of this Either are that or we, you know we all die from climate change but you know one of the one of the two things is going to happen we'll figure this out yes right i don't think this is going to launch nukes although the epitome of it Got elected president and he can <laughs> yes. launch the nukes. So, so I don't know. That was the apex. We'll maybe see. that was yeah. the climax, and maybe it's a little go back right. down from there. My favorite thing about the recent Alone episode, if Britain was it was a girl, and she was like, "Oh no, I've gotten my period," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" All the shit I've been making fun of women for for like needing civilization, and you know, we used to make them go live in the river when they're on their period, but now they have plumbing and they can go vote and everything. That's she's in the middle of nowhere. And she had to bring period panties, and I felt bad for her. I was like, "She, that's not a good situation for a lady alone." I mean, that's why they want don't guys. They have diva cups. They have all kinds of stuff. I don't know if you can only bring ten tools or whatever. Yeah, but I, I, I just want to. I would think that a female-specific hygiene product like a diva cup, which just, yeah, we're talking about something that's definitely out of our scope. But I did that bicycle ride to Alaska. And most of our most of the females on our ride were using diva cups yeah. instead of having to use your traditional products of pads or take tampons. it out and yeah, tie yeah, it yeah. to a rock and throw so it in the water I, so the bears don't come. Precisely. So you know I, what? I would believe that they would go that route because it's reusable. You can yeah. literally rinse it. And I I seem to remember in the past like six months reading about alone and reading something saying those are provided outside of the 10 things. I would, I, that's what I would assume. Yeah. yeah. And right. I, if anything, it gives them an advantage because now you're getting a shot of blood for, and who, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is five-year-old humor. Brought it back. <laughs> Let's do it. I found it's calories, it. man. 
I to, found a picture online of this man, Mihailo Totolos. He was a monk who had never seen a woman in his life. He'd only read about them, which I'm sure is horrifying if you've never seen one. Sounds like a nightmare because the stuff that's written about women is not always nice. No. And if you just hear about it and you don't see the curves, you were like, that's a monster. I'm afraid. <laughs> he lived his whole life and never saw. Your face so soft and wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see a single pore or wrinkle. You're me. a witch. Yeah. So he lived and died and never was around anywhere. We have some backlash online for being uh, shitting on girls and being mean to girls. I was going to say that that monk definitely had a Batman poster hanging in his yeah. monk cave. <laughs> he was able to do it and no one asked him to take it down. Good for <laughs> you. We're not actually being mean to girls. We're actually celebrating gay culture because gay dudes love to uh, be rude to bitches and stuff. Yeah. Is that true? So it's just a celebration. It's actually a celebration of women because is they bitches, love being talked about. Is bitches Every- a part of your vocabulary normally or did you just start rapping? No, it's fine. They, <laughs> it's fine. I, my wife, and I hang around with the dog, and she's like, look, you've got both of your bitches here. So it's kind of got normalized in my life. So yeah, you feel like you've gotten the nod of I don't approval. I the you got the wife word. Pass. There's yeah. worse words than bitch. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you are what you eat. But uh, So, yeah, we're not being mean. We're actually celebrating women's culture because they love it when people talk about them. That's their fantasy. Everyone's always talking about me. <laughs> so that's what they want. That's what they get. Uh Rob Deerdeck got in trouble. This is a guy my parents yeah, yeah. told me when I was little. What are you skateboarding for? You're never going to do anything. And this guy's a fucking jillionaire. He got in trouble for firing a, pre- a pregnant woman. I was telling my wife that story. That my parents said, don't skate. You won't make any money. And I was like, Rob Deerdeck's a billionaire. And she was like, he just got in trouble for firing a pregnant woman. And I was like, he, you can't fire pregnant women? She was like, no. And I was like, must be nice. Nine months? Just... Nine months of job security. Teflon. Yeah. You, you can do whatever the fuck yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. Guys don't have that. That's awesome. And she was like, oh, please. I couldn't get those <laughs> reports in. Mm. Are there lime scooters everywhere else besides Austin? Have you seen them growing, cropping up? Yeah, everywhere. I up like in Canada, move. everywhere. You can see two drunk girls get on them. They always fall. Time out. Have you, ever, have you ever spent the evening with no plans, nowhere to be, just fucking around on those scooters? No. It I'm is not, a blast. I'm not allowed to go that it fast. It looks fine. At night, yeah. they they stop cars from getting near the Capitol, uh-huh. uh, Capitol building, and there's a network of roads and asphalt and wide sidewalks, and the security guards don't mind if you just go use it like a racetrack at night. Oh, that's awesome. It is so awesome. So, though I hate them and they are just battery-powered litter yeah. in most places, and you find them in the creeks and in the trees, mm-hmm. and people nope. really People have been throwing them, them in, in town lake, yeah. My That's wife and I, we were in San Antonio, and the city just felt like it was ours. Like, we just kept finding these big, wide-open, uh, like, stadium parking lots, and then all the ramps that lead <laughs> that around. Yeah. It's oh, that a sounds fucking cool. T- yeah, we didn't have plans. We, didn't, we, weren't, we weren't like, hey, you want to go grab ice cream? Yeah, we'll just rent these, and we'll go. No, we each got our own. And we kept getting on new ones, hoping we'd get slightly faster ones. Mm -hmm. Because some are a little newer. Some have a little bit of a better charge. Yeah. We were having a blast. I believe she fell once. You've you've skateboarded, so you know how to lift your weight when you hit a curve. Of course. Or a driveway. Yeah, yeah. You see a lot of people that don't know how to do the little hoppy hop. Yeah. Don't just... (laughs) Love it. Don't you're going to hit your head and be retarded. Well, you're already retarded. Those are annoying. (laughs) But I would urge you. I, I would even say make it make it a thing that you're doing. Go rent a couple that look yeah. decently fresh, and just go downtown. Go to empty. Uh, you remember I used to longboard and skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to bomb empty good, uh, uh, car garages. 
Or it's in your garage. Yeah, but parking garages are empty at night. All the state-owned ones are... They empty them out and they close that little arm, and then you can start at the top and just slalom your way down. It's a blast. And you a can half. play elevator action with the security guard. Do you remember the, when we got stuck in an elevator? <laughs> Were you in that? No. Oh, I, we got stuck in an elevator. It was me and a bunch of grown men yeah. bombing this one parking yeah. garage. We got stuck in an elevator. Our phones were still working. We called uh, fire. The fire department came. We weren't supposed to be in this parking garage. <laughs> they pry it open. We're half a level down, so they're helping us up was and one out of the elevator. It's like, eat it's like 12 grown men holding skateboards, and we all have <laughs> helmets on. And it's like, yeah, we know better. We know better. The oldest guy's in his 50s, the youngest guy's in his teens, and, like, and we're all getting helped out. And what's so funny is that teenager you that wants to run from authority, yeah. it lives and breathes today. It's as strong as it ever was because the minute they would help us out, as grown men, we'd look at them and go, I really appreciate you guys. And then we'd sprint away <laughs> before we got ticketed. <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. Cop, exactly. <laughs> we all we became seven again. Like, ah. awesome. Cops hate paperwork. You can imagine what they wrote up after saving all y'all from that yeah. elevator. That's why I don't Fucking have uh, guns in my house because I'd rather... If somebody comes in, hog tie them, put them in the closet, put a corn cob up their ass, put on music, <laughs> put makeup on them, make the children scream. Yeah. Then the cops come and they have to write all that down. That's we funny. found the guy quivering in the corner. Please, that, no more Peter, Paul, and Mary. That exact act you <laughs> described, it's called the Phil Collins. Yeah. Yeah. So just a neat note for your podcast. Holdo maneuvers. <laughs> you know, bros before hoes is like a big rule. Yeah. But if you get cock blocked, I mean, that's reason to end friendships. Yeah. Like, that's a kind of a double standard. Yeah. I that's got cop blocked out of a threesome and moved here from Florida because I didn't <laughs> want to be around my roommate anymore. I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck Florida. I, he Do came, you realize what you've taken from he me? He came home. I had two girls in the bed. He Look took at me. one. I'll never have another shot. <laughs> yeah, this was it. You're so and you selfish. fucked it. I thought you were going to say your wife was a cock blocker. No. <laughs> had this one shot at a three. Your wife keeps cock blocking me. Like, we're married. You have children with me. Cramping my style. Keep bringing up all that not hot shit. <laughs> Problems are making my dick soft. <laughs> So if prostitution is the crack cocaine of having a girlfriend, it's distilled down to its like purest form of like <laughs> you know, you yeah, just take yeah. a quick hit and it's okay. cheaper. It's a lot okay, cheaper. Yeah. yeah, I get your concept. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I concentrate distillate. <laughs> no more bullshit. You get the good the only part you like out of it. Right. If Bob Barker can't get a hundred, then neither can the temperature here. We finally had a drop. Oh. It was a hundred for years. It seemed like it was a thousand degrees. For yeah, did you spend much of this summer at home, or have you been out and about? Or so I changed. Uh, you need an agent to get on to cruise ships. I book everything else myself, but I I, I switched agents, uh, not because I didn't like my old agent. It's just he only had access to Norwegian, Holland, and Carnival, and I had been on all of those ships several times. I want to get up to the luxury. I want to get up to some of these. There's There are ships that go around the continent of Africa, and you can participate in safaris and shit like that. I want to get on those boats. I want them to put you on an AI boat and give you the captain's quarters. That's what I want. Because they don't have I, a captain I anymore. I don't ask a lot, is what <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, a simple man. But um, So I, I amicably parted ways with the old agent, found a new agent. They have access to all the ships in the world. But when you sign on with a new agent... All cruise ships, just as a standard practice, they'll put you on a shelf 
for an undisclosed amount of time. Mm -hmm. Because if you part with an agent, they assume it's a you problem, not the agency problem. But it was amicable. So they can show you for three months, six months, a year. So there was definitely a, a thinning out of my... Gigs yeah, and how sure often they put you on the frequent. smiley face. Fuck, shelf. we were running thin. That's yeah. why my wife uh, now she works at Wichita State, mm-hmm. but she jumped in, got a job. Uh, extremely awesome of her, and she's great at what she does. But then my gig started picking up, so now we are two incomes, no kids. Nice, like yeah, Dink. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple of dinks. Did you yeah. hear about the Indian? That's also a racial slur. Yeah. That's something we shouldn't say. I know people turned it into something else. Maybe me digging my heels in and pointing out that it's a racial slur is the opposite of what I intend it to be. Yeah. We're trying to bury it, John. We're trying to move on with the new, and I'm trying to define it as old. Right. Fuck me. Hey, no. canceled. All right. I took care of it. We have Sorry. ginks. We call everybody ginks. Whatever the so, most offensive so I, thing you can think of, we just say gink instead. What's that? The AI that cancel us out of stuff that we don't even know what they are. So I so offended I was, women that make people not do stuff. I wanted to do the um, the aloha of offensiveness, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to basically come up with a four-letter word that if you call somebody that word, it means the worst thing for whatever they think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you call any... Any of any type of person, this word, it's just well, I'm saying the worst thing that you are, right? Yeah. So um, I was like, the word gink sounds <laughs> like it's, it's, get, it's gink. skirting the you edge. Yeah. Fucking gink. You feel it. You yeah. gink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of stuff in there right. somewhere. Yeah, I like uh, Pollock. I miss Pollock. People Pollock's just call just each other Pollock when you're dumb. <laughs> what are you, a Pollock? I wish there were some truly offensive Caucasian slurs because I haven't heard one that really like got me. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Sue everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich Cracker just never did it. For shall me. not covet thy neighbor's manservant. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear about the India moon landing? Yes. There's one small step for men and zero steps for women ever. <laughs> and don't drive and cover your face, whore. <laughs> you ever wonder if there's a, a, a jihad that was at, like a How act? does a hijab fit under a helmet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, lo- I love that the whole premise of this is that you're mixing up Indians and Arabs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> fucked up. I'm so stupid. No, it started with the... <laughs> They start with the women can't drive. Like, no, women can drive in India. It's Saudi Arabia where women can't drive. Oh, I'm sorry, gang. You're mixing up the brown people. If only there were, like, (laughs) some way to search these facts. Don't. That'll happen someday. Do you think there was ever a terrorist that was, like, an accidental Pavarotti? Like, he was waving an AK in the air, and he was like, la, 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 <laughs> that we have voice. To, yeah, we have to take him to Italy to learn the <laughs> trade. Yeah. The drones above are like clear. Oh, no, don't kill that guy. That's he's, funny. He's, yeah. he's America's genius. He now. has potential. <laughs> he's the top talent. All right, let's take one more break and we'll be right back. <laughs> That's going to be the check, check stop. stop. <laughs> Instead of Waco, we got one in South Austin. Check yourself. Right? <laughs> All right, we're back with John Stringer. I was in a meeting at work and they said, does anybody need a bio break? And I was like, that is the dumbest shit. I do. You're, I have to shit. You're correct. But they don't sit. They're not allowed to say, you know, whatever now. Bathroom. Oh, I've been hearing bio break for a long time. And now that you bring it up. It's my it first is, time hearing it. Yeah. Oh, no. I've been hearing it for, I guess, in like the, especially working in like customer support like and all weapon. that. There's the kind of one of those. Oh, you have to, you have to, uh, you know count for people having to pee because of how horrible uh 
tech support is, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I've been hearing BioBreak for years. Sounds like a Was that the first time you heard BioBreak? Yeah. Wow. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a consultant from outside of the, the corporation. Does oh, anyone, okay. If anyone needs the BioBreak, you can go ahead. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. I'm a mutant. <laughs> Bio things. <laughs> so Danny Masterson got busted finally after, you know, no, his religion him. helped him rape people for decades. Yeah, he got sent, what, 30 years or something for Danny Masterson? They oh. tried to tell him what to do on the 70s show. They were like, hey, hide. <laughs> That's your name. Go hide. Do a Polanski. Go to Paris. Go to France. Go to somewhere where they can't get you. Go hide. He should have. He should have taken their advice. Couldn't Scientology <laughs> have just gotten him away? He they, they could have done a David Muscovich's wife on him. Just disappear him. Oh, now yeah. he's in prison. Apparently, they locked down all the Texas prison system uh, last week, also due to statewide combating illegal drugs and inmate violence. What? They released some statement that said all the Texas state prisons are on lockdown, which. I was under the impression that prisons were already <laughs> locked pretty it's well. Way, it's way less open I'm not door happy now. to know that they're, they could be any more locked. I'd rather them be fully locked 100% yeah. previously. Right. Why are we locking prisons more? I was, uh, you, you ever watch cable? You ever get to watch cable at your parents' house? And surf, channel surf anymore? Yeah, I mean, you still have um, like YouTube place or whatever, YouTube TV or Sling or whatever. Yeah. I was going through the channels looking for something to watch, and there was a show called Teen Tit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to put that on, but I wonder how that's on cartoon. It was Teen Titans. Oh. I was cut off. because it was <laughs> So it just said Teen Tit. And I was like, you can't do that on television. That's super funny. <laughs> we've been on a uh, watch list now. We've been shopping at uh, different places because there's a bunch of homeless at our HEB now. So we go to the one in Circle C. Well, Circle C one's a good one. Yeah, yeah I think the C is for cunty. Yeah. <laughs> Circle C is very fancy. There's no homeless or nothing over there. Their chief export is Karen's. Yeah, that's where they all come from in Austin. Yeah, the C is for Karen, maybe. She, Christina. That's funny. <laughs> Those Nazis now uh, running around in Florida where I used to live because it's cool to uh, emulate a, a warlord now. So I think everyone should do that for their old, you know, Germans are like, hey, we had a cool warlord. Let's go back to that time. So maybe all the Asians can be like, we're Mongols now, and it's Genghis Khan times, and we're going to take over the world. Maybe all the Christians can start another crusade. We can all just go back to the cool time when we were murdering everybody, because apparently the Nazis think... I'm like 98% Irish-English, so I'll just go nice. back to being sickly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the weakest immune systems of all the humans. It's like you're you're coughing while you're yep. raking some hay. Yeah. Yep. That's like what your genes are made for, <laughs> to be coughing. <laughs> My people used to have famines and die, so we're going to do that again. <laughs> Irish or Scottish? Irish. Irish. No, yeah, it's your people. I'm Jewish, so I'm going to go back to uh, complaining still forever about everything and being perpetually moist. Yeah. And you've been complaining about the air. <laughs> yeah. You're known for your dewiness. Yeah, Jews are always complaining about the, the moisture in the air. <laughs> are you really Jewish? I'm an eighth Jewish, so it's the last one in my line. So you really push that, that eight. Talk you really, shit, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't, <laughs> my kids can't say nothing about it because they're Jewy 16th. and dewy. But, but it, and it is on your mom's side, right? Yeah, my mom's 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 side of the tattoo. Well, there you go. You are That is the definition of Jewish. It's like if your mother is Jewish and her mother's Jewish yeah. and her mother's Jewish, so... I had a guy in a networking group invite me to the synagogue when I told him I was an eighth Jewish. Your mother, your mother, yeah, you should come to synagogue. It's a great place to network. And I was like, didn't Jesus like turn the tables over 
and say, stop selling shit in church isn't like the number one thing that made him mad. And he gave me this blank look and I was like, oh yeah, they don't have that in the Quran. And he was like, the Torah? And I was like, fuck, I'm not doing very well. <laughs> this networking group is not going very well at all. I'm not going to get Fine, any leads. not a good Rastafari. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're, a, you're a traitor to your Jewishness. Where is your Judaism? So everybody's, I think the state of the world is kind of self-perpetuating people to act like psychos to each other in public. You know, you watch the news, you get mad, you yell at your neighbor on the yeah. road for driving. They, they, they need a calm bomb. I think they just should put weed in the water, which is going to be <laughs> the new uh, spiritual. Weed in the water. Everybody calm down. Everybody needs to... Or they could put shrooms in the water, probably. That's the Brogan's idea. Everyone has to do shrooms. Shit. If everybody microdosed... We do away with war. I saw a guy complaining about speed bumps they put in his neighborhood. He said, every night I go for a stroll, and if there's cars on the sidewalk, I'm in a rascal, and I can't get over this. I have searing pain, and I'm uh, paralyzed from the waist down. So I can't take my evening stroll in my rascal because of the speed bumps. And I was like, that's not a stroll. You're not strolling. <laughs> can't take a roll. Some extra letters on there. That's a yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> if you have somebody pushing you, it's probably more of a stroll because it's like you're in a stroller. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm I can't a take baby. My stroller. <laughs> I need to levitate me over Professor X with this yeah. levitating chair. Could go oh, right that on. reminds me, uh, John. Okay, some, the, the one thing that at some point, whenever you're just like on your phone surfing like videos, YouTube wants something to watch. Google Mobility Mary. Okay. So what it was is there was this lady who was in a you know a scooter, and she treated it like it was a car, and she was like basically an old Karen, and she would, she had a like a, a mounted camera on it, and and she would upload it to you. Look how horrible things are for a person in a scooter. It, does she really yeah. need the scooter, or is it a prank? That's the question. Okay, okay. Like is she, scooter people, right? Is she wild. one of those people who she doesn't really need to be in a scooter? Yeah. You, you can't know, say but retarded she, you anymore. Know. But you can still well, say scooter people. You can say scooter people. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the fucking thing. Hear me out. Cyborgs. I'm on, yeah. I'm on cruise ships a lot, and there's not a lot of space to walk in the first place. No. And you have a. It's a fucking scooter game. There's a, yeah. there's like three dozen delinquents you yeah. go to the bow i'll go toes, to the stern never apologize they pull into the the elevators like it's their own private garage and nobody <laughs> else can join them right and then you see them up at the buffet they don't even have the decency to be handicapped they jump to their feet and help themselves nice. to a mammoth okay. collection of macaroni and cheese and in my head <laughs> i'm just like we gotta fight like we <laughs> all this pain you're causing me and you can get around yeah. just fine you hopped up when you saw that chicken fried steak hit the line. So what the fuck's your issue? So, you Wally person. Uh, yeah. Why don't you yeah. stroll on out of here with your stroll? Hilarious. Oh man. So I, yeah, maybe maybe I'm canceled. Yeah. Some people really need them. Some people are complete pieces of shit. I have a gay buddy at work, and he told me that he came out to his mom, and she did the whole you know I always knew thing. And he was like, I wish you would have told me. Yeah. I've been struggling with this for like a decade. My mom knew the whole time and didn't help me out. All those adolescent years of what's wrong with me? <laughs> like the answer was right there. My mom could have told me the whole time. Information that would have been valuable yesterday. Did you notice how eating ass picked up with millennials recently? They're all about eating ass. <laughs> what are you? Where are you getting this information? <laughs> I just hear about it more recently than yeah. I ever did before. I yeah. think it was during Everybody COVID. Everybody likes yeah. cake. It was yeah. during COVID because nobody could smell or or taste. <laughs> 
So they all started eating each other's ass. That's funny. They, they could like, probably see it in like the algorithms and the yeah, trends, right? Cares? I always yeah. said like they they said dudes with beards we have like fecal particulate or <laughs> in our all beard. the stuff that's in and your I'm beard. Like, yeah, yeah. You know how that gets there from putting our mouths near genitalia. <laughs> that's what men with beards get to do very fucking often. <laughs> fucking bushmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Velcro effect. Get you your can't own get out of there because exactly. it's all stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Buffet Palace recently over there. Yeah, you were telling me about that the other night. And I had to telework from the toilet the next day. <laughs> they were funny. trying to like have meetings with me, and I was like, I can, I'll be on text. I can't be on video. I'm, this place has gotten worse. You remember Westgate, the Buffet yeah. Palace next yeah. to it? It used to be a fancy afternoon. you go to oh, Central yeah. Market, the movie, have a buffet. It was the nice area, it sort is. of, up south. Yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't think it was possible for Chinese buffet to drop in quality as dramatically it has, as it has. Oh, prices the, have gone up, but I bet their their price it's the for the buffet is the same. It's the depressed okay. spectrum guy in the back cooking. So you're eating chicken. particle board bread. Speaking of, yeah, fecal particulates in your beer. <laughs> it was a nightmare. And then, yeah, the whole rest of the day, my wife was like, you go sleep in the other room. Your smell is so bad. She, she, I was like, you farting too, but honey, hey, we're all farting together. Was that just a way for you to brag that you have an extra room that isn't being used? No, my kid likes to sleep in the living room, so I oh, just okay, take okay. his room. <laughs> it's my Xbox room. That's <laughs> <laughs> No, don't make me go there. So Russell Brand got in trouble, finally. What? Well, he's from, uh, from between 2008 and 2016, he was mistreating women, apparently, with his rock star uh, energy. And... Uh, since then, you know, 2016 was when Me Too started. So for the last six years, he's been like, oh, fuck, I know nobody finds out about these rapes. Yeah. Rapes. Yeah. I did not know. I really appreciated his consciousness, but fuck him. Yeah, that's awful. Those the he, he, he got big in like the mid-2000s, right? And he was like, oh, free love, a sex, you yeah. know, and, and all that. Feels like one of those Led, like Led Zeppelin couldn't exist now kind of situations yeah. where it's yeah. like if you do what they did now – you're gone. It's like if a girl was me too, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, and was like, he said he wanted to fuck me like an animal and feel me from the inside, and that my whole existence was void. Just all the lyrics from <laughs> his songs, and they were shocked that he was behaving that She's way. She's well-dressed. I can't believe Marilyn Manson put me in a cage and whipped me. He's never behaved that way before. Yeah. So I'm Russell shocked. Brand is the is like, what would Austin Powers be like in real life, right? So there's been, there's someone... Yeah. Modern Austin. Someone powers. came. There's an actual rape. Like, yes, he raped me. And then there's. Uh, I was 16 years old, and he, you know, groomed, and, and, and he that. called me the little girl, and and all that. And then there's, uh, he, you know, pinned me against a, in a corner, and you know, there's there's been a few of those on Russell Brand, just like in the past couple of days. And of course, he got out in front of it, posted a video saying, "There's horrible allegations. I deny yeah. all of them." So plus, he hasn't been famous for a while. It seemed like I mean, no, he's he, internet well, famous he's, or something. No, he's uh, he's got he's a like podcast. Chelsea Handler yeah. of Europe. Like yeah. he just meanders in that middle space. But yeah, yeah. no movies, nothing as of late. He's and, he's a star for sure. Yeah, well, and in the past, uh, since COVID, he's basically uh, gone the whole anti-vax. They're going to. You know, but one of those charges was emotional abuse, which that happened to Jonah Hill. I'm just going to get ahead yeah. of this now. I've been mean to women yeah, right. before, girlfriends, right. my sister, mom. I'm sorry, everyone. I've also been mean to dudes. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to be have be, me be mean to them. Yeah, it's part of the fun of being a comedian. Is being a dick is fun. You can yeah. sometimes you make somebody learn something or think or laugh. Yeah, you get good at getting your points across. Is this? You, what you're going to say to the judge? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your defense. Josh, Josh is getting in clip. front of it. Yeah, yeah. we'll pull this clip and put yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. Just your honor, case. just watch this. <laughs> or listen. There's a Van Halen book about how they had a trap door on the stage with a yeah. t- tent under it. And yeah. they had the roadie go pick girls out and go, they they have a tent under the stage. As soon as there's a guitar solo, David Lee Roth is going to take you into the trap door. And they were like, yes, please. They're groupies. So they're, hopefully they don't come back and say, these men mistreated me. Because a lot of them went to go get mistreated, please. Yeah. Well, Steven funsies. Tyler has that. But Steven Tyler had like a 17-year-old girl with him that he his, her parents let him let her take him on tour with her. Yeah. So I'm like... She I, turned I 18 just, on the tour. I just want everybody... There's crazy stories about all these people that are way crazier. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle said it best when he was on... Um, I think it was one of his SNL monologues where he's like, I'm, you know, I'm glad Me Too movement is out there. I think it's necessary. Uh, I know I haven't done anything. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> we haven't found out yet. I don't remember any of it. So, johnstringer.com. We're going to be at the Vulcan tonight. That's right. Vulcan Gas Company tonight. It's myself, Patrick Soroyce. You might know of John, uh, Josh Woodyard and then uh, Tammy Bernal. So nice little lineup. Uh, get to see Josh stretch his long legs on stage. Mm-hmm. See how that I'm gonna goes. stretch my penis. I'm gonna make a skin watch. Oh, I'm gonna do some Jewish stuff. You had to some make Jewish it weird. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> no, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be back here for sure. Now, now I'm just realizing right now I haven't had caffeine at all today, and I'm so excited about finding coffee. I'm gonna go get some of the strongest <laughs> oh, caffeine this great. world I've has. Been texting coffee. for a decade when you're on these ships and I'm raising these kids. Like, can't wait to see you whenever you're back in town. I'm so happy to be back in town. I'm, yeah. gl- it's, I'm grateful to see you guys again. It's yeah. like it's like a and you haven't changed and you're and I'm glad you're back in. Are yeah. you doing stand up at all? I haven't yet. Okay. Whenever uh, we were doing all our stuff in like what 2011. I uh, started doing um, a podcast called Drunk Cast. Okay, and so I got way into like the whole podcasting. Um, and, w- and then we, I think at one point I was trying to get them to get you on because we had Josh on, right? Terrible time. Um, uh, and so I did that for like two or three years. Jimmy Preston on there. A bunch of people came. Uh, on oh, there. I love Jimmy Preston. And then, um, That's a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man beard. It's more beard than man. <laughs> Twisted and evil. And then we got way into. Um, so we had South Park. I'd love for this to take a weird turn. Then we got way into tantric sex. Pison, tison, shises. Really, though, like a lot of like after you, after you guys had kind of done your own thing, we got way into the Austin comedy scene. Like Martin Urbano was on there, and then he moved to uh, New York and was on Jimmy Kimmel three weeks later. You know, it's one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, so it, I hadn't. I kind of stopped the stage stuff and started doing the this. Podcasting. Oh, okay. It makes so, sense. Makes yeah. Sense. But we got to get you going. We got to get you ready. I have to wax your arms. It's, all, for it's you, almost right? five. Well, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll wait until we wrap this <laughs> up and then I'd probably have. Uh, I'd, I don't even know if I can make it to my sister's house on time. So I yeah. might find a shower closer than out there. On so you're at John Stringer? JohnStringer.com. JohnStringer.com? Oh, you're talking about. On Just Instagram. all of your so yeah, any Instagram social Instagram is uh, J O N J Stringer. So John J Stringer. And that's also true for Twitter. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not really on TikTok. I just go there to watch people, and that's it. But, yeah, no, I've got some material coming out uh, next year. I have lots of clips. I will take my career more seriously and announce that I've been doing this for 12 years. Okay. I turned 42 on Tuesday, and I don't, I don't know. Happy to spend my pre-birthday fun in a place I'm familiar with with people I haven't seen in 
forever. Has it's, it, been, it's been very exciting to has watch. Has it been a decade? Work the globe. Yeah. yeah. That's just stupid. We've just been watching you travel. <laughs> oh, man. it's It's been a blast. Just like our rich parents. Yeah. <laughs> watching yeah. travel around the world. Are you having fun? Cool. Well, thanks for coming out. Thank and you for having me, guys. We will talk to you later. Yes, sir. <laughs>